And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life, well, that's another, which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. Also, I'm thrilled to announce that the Positive Head Podcast has a new sponsor. And it's a bit of a mouthful for me to explain all the juicy details. So if you have already heard this, feel free to skip forward about four minutes to get to today's episode. When I originally launched this podcast, I made a deal with myself that I would never bring on a sponsor that I wasn't extremely excited about and that I didn't believe wholeheartedly could greatly benefit my audience. Well, fast forward to a little over a year later to Burning Man 2016, where I caught the angelic lightworker Sonia Sophia from the World Tapping Circle facilitating a live tapping session for hundreds of people at once, many of whom, including myself, were either crying or laughing with joy from the emotional release the session had helped facilitate for them. At the end, as soon as I heard Sonia mention her incredible new online platform to help bring the powerful tool of tapping to people anywhere around the world, I knew I had to reach out to her. For those of you who aren't familiar with tapping, or EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, its praises have been sung by the likes of Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and many, many other thought leaders in the consciousness community. It is an extremely powerful quantum level self-healing tool based on the premise that emotional trauma contributes greatly to disease and illness. And by tapping on key meridians on your body while addressing those traumas, you can release the deeply ingrained energy blockages associated with them. The great thing about tapping with Sonia as your guide is that it's super easy to do and she knows just what to say to gently lead you to the root of your emotional pain so that you can begin to release it. I strongly believe anyone participating in a session with her will feel immediate results the same way I did and the same way I've seen with hundreds of others. I believe tapping is the perfect physical exercise to go along with the heart and mind work we are consistently doing on this podcast, and it is by far the simplest exercise I've seen to help remove people's energetic blockages. To experience tapping for yourself, all you need is a device with internet access to join Sonia during the weekly live tapping groups at worldtappingcircle.com each Monday evening. 
Of course, I'm a part of the group, along with more than 100 others from all around the globe. The World Tapping Circle offers a lot of flexibility to join. You can sign up for either one trial session, a month of weekly sessions, or a year of weekly sessions, which take place live every Monday evening. It's really great, too, because if you miss a session for some reason, you always have access to the recordings of past sessions. Sonia and her team have also been gracious enough to offer a very special discount that is exclusively available to Positive Head listeners. The Positive Head discount averages more than 35% off the already reasonable prices on their website. So, if you'd like to sign up and receive this special Positive Head discount and get tapping immediately, simply go to worldtappingcircle.com forward slash positive head. I personally recommend signing up for the annual plan for a couple reasons. One, it is the biggest percentage discount offered of all the plans. It only comes out to like 68 cents a day to join. Pretty darn cheap for something that can literally help revolutionize your life. And two, because I believe wholeheartedly that if you commit to a full year of tapping for one to one and a half hours a week in circle, you'll experience a profound transformation and begin removing a lifetime of energy blockages. Not to mention the psychological impact of committing to a year will help force you to do it. I know if I pay for something in advance, I'm much more likely to not only do it, but also stick to it. The last thing I'll mention is that if you do decide to join, a portion of the proceeds will also go to Positive Head, which will help us to support and expand this podcast. So if doing it for yourself wasn't already good enough, just know you'll be supporting the show and helping us to spread the positivity. So the URL one more time is worldtappingcircle.com forward slash positive head and hope to see y'all in circle. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back. Here we go again. Happy to be here, as always, to share and connect with you all. And I am uh, not the lone wolf today. I have uh, a lovely co-host here with me, Erica Middlemiss. Hello, Middlemiss. Hi there. (laughs) How are you today? I'm fabulous. How are you? I am excellent. It's nice to have uh, have you here with me. And you're gonna you're gonna do a couple co-host episodes, and then you also have. sort of a full-blown interrogation of your world coming up as well. So, uh, so yeah, you'll be hearing a little bit from uh, Miss Erica and uh, Miss Miss. Um, and, you know, Erica is a, is a very amazing woman, as you'll all kind of see. Um, she's been listening for a long time, and she uh, insisted that we, we do this uh, together. And I'm really glad that you insisted because it's been, it's been good. We've... Um, yeah, she's here visiting, so it's actually, you know, a lot of times with interviews and so forth, they're remote as well, so having you here in the studio is awesome. It's been really fun to be here, and I appreciate you having me, and it's been an absolute blast. Yeah, absolutely. So, let's see, Miss Middlemiss, um, what shall we talk about today? There's so much. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could go on for, like, 10 episodes worth of material. On to infinity. Yeah, infinity and beyond. (laughs) Um, So, uh, let's just jump right in, shall we? Oh, one thing. Not going to read reviews today because there's a lot we're going to share, but... Please review us on iTunes if you haven't done so. Helps to reach new people, uh, as you hear me say, and it makes me very happy to get those. Um, And write in with questions, Brandon at PositiveHead.com or just through the PositiveHead.com website. You can connect. Um, Yeah, love hearing from you guys. Um, So I have, I've got quite a bit of feedback from a few days ago. We did a a episode on judgment, or I did an episode on judgment. 
And uh, that seems to really strike a chord with people. And so I wanted to continue. You um, Now, Erica, so a lot of detail will be gone into what Erica does in a forthcoming interview episode. But uh, maybe quickly just tell the people real briefly what you do as far as your connection to Dolores, who we're going to share a clip from here in a moment and, and so forth. Yes. Okay. So I am a naturopathic physician and I'm also a QHHT practitioner. QHHT is a quantum healing hypnosis technique, and it is a hypnosis method that was uh, discovered by a woman named Dolores Cannon. And it is a technique that involves a past life regression and most importantly, contact with your higher self. Yeah, and it's no a big healing deal. technique. No big deal. Just, you know, <laughs> past life. And uh, it's actually a very cool, um, cool process that I've been through myself. And... Um, Dolores is an amazing woman teacher, author who passed it just a few years ago, a couple right? years ago. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Erica was jumping up and down. She's like, if you're sharing quotes with me, we're, it's going to be Dolores Cannon. So and I <laughs> yes, like Dolores sir. a lot too. So that's what we're going to talk about. And actually, so what I wanted to talk about Erica was, uh, we did an, uh, an episode or I did an episode a, f- a few days ago on judgment. A lot of feedback from that, and I think it's really you know resonating, striking a chord with people. Um, so I wanted to continue because we talked a lot, um, you know, about judging others and so forth. But there's also the process of judging yourself, um, and so I think that gets even you know maybe something that is equally. Um, uh, problematic, you know, judging others, that's a problem, but self-judgment, I know so many people that it just holds down, you know, it, they're so hard on themselves. And that's one of the things that I try and go back to a lot on the show is like, go easy on yourself, quit judging yourself so harshly. However, what Dolores shares and what we're going to, we're going to share here in a moment is, um, you know, there's plenty of time to judge yourself on the other side <laughs> afterwards too, oh, in yeah. a way that's more productive, so it's kind of like this interesting thing because you think about don't don't judge yourself, right? Don't be so hard on yourself. I mean, you can critique yourself, right? I think you would agree with that. I mean, it's it's one thing to like say, okay, I need to, everything's a feedback loop and I need to be really be looking at myself, but not in a way that's like pointing the finger at yourself. Right? It's about more examining yourself, right. analyzing yourself, figuring out who you are right. without judging. In a healthy way, right. Yes. And in, in knowing that you're, you know, you are, um, you know, you're an, you're perfectly imperfect. You're here to work this stuff out. Right. And so, so many, so many times I think people get into this loop of, oh, I'm such a screw up. I did this wrong. And then I'm mad at myself for being mad at myself. And then it turns into just domino effect of, of, you know, negative, you know, self-deprecation. Right. Sure. And if you knew it all, you wouldn't be here. None of us are perfect. We're all here learning. Yeah. If yeah. we knew it all, why would we even bother coming? Right. Right. And, you know, and so it, it's, it's that. And then, of course, you get the external reflections where a lot of us can get caught up judging that. And that's what a lot of the, the last episode was about. I found another really good quote, and it said, everything we judge in others is something within ourselves we don't want to face. And uh, so that's kind of something that Dolores goes into here that we're going to share in a moment, um, how you, you do face that. So it's like either you face the fact that you're judging others and judging yourself and deal with it now, or it's going to happen on the other side. And let's listen to Dolores Cannon. This is, uh, um, it's called presents moving into the new earth, this clip, and it was on uh, UFO media videos. We're going to take a, take a listen here. It's just, it's about 10, 11 minutes of a pretty long, uh, talk that she gave. Uh, and let's listen in. 
If you read my book, Between Death and Life, that's the story of what happens when you die and where you go afterwards. When I wrote that book, it was a combination of hundreds and hundreds of people. I figure if all these people are saying the same thing, then there has to be some truth to it. I think it's as good as a scientific investigation if you have a repeatable phenomena over and over again. If they're all saying the same thing, there's got to be something to it. But all of these people, when I was writing the book Between Death and Life, were all telling me the same thing. They all described the death experience the same way. They all described where they went the same way. And it's still continuing now. I, t I take them through the death experience at the end of the past life regressions. A lot of hypnotists won't do that. They're afraid something's going to happen. But these are where you get your information. Because by taking the person through the death experience, you may find the reason for their problems in this life, especially their phobias or their physical problems. So you have to take them through the death experience. I found they were all saying the same thing. They were all describing the same thing over there. They were all describing what happened. That once you get over there, you do a preview of your past life you just left. There's all kinds of guides, elders, masters. There's boards, councils that help us with all of these things. And they're all there to advise you. There is no condemnation. There is never any judgment. That's only this world that does those kind of things. When you get over there, they show you your past life. They show you everything you did. And a lot of it you're not going to be very happy with. <laughs> But another thing about it, they show it to you from the other person's viewpoint. That's hard, because then you'll say, I didn't know I hurt them like that. I didn't know what I said hurt them that bad. I didn't know it affected them that way. You suddenly see it from the other person's viewpoint. This is where karma really comes in. When you're in the middle of it, you don't realize it. You think going through your life and you don't realize you're actually hurting people. But over there, you see it from the other person's side. There's no God sitting on a throne who's going to judge you and punish you. You look at your past life, you judge yourself. There's no harsher judge than you yourself. You see it and you think, that wasn't right, I've got to pay that back. And you design the way it's going to happen. You say, okay, I've got to go back, I've got to meet this person again, and you talk to them, you say, let's work it out this way. We didn't do such a good job, did we? This time you be the husband, I'll be the wife. <laughs> we'll reverse roles around. It happens all the time. <clears throat> so, you come back with a little plan that this is what I'm going to do. I want to get it over with. Because karma, it's what goes around comes around. There's no escaping it. If it doesn't happen in this life, a lot of it is happening now because we want to get it over with. But if it doesn't, it'll happen in the next life or maybe one 100 years from now. But you're never going to get out of what you have done. And there's also good karma. But you make these decisions. This is what I want to pay back with this person. 
What's happening now, we are getting so bogged down into this, we're not paying it back. We just keep coming back again and again and again, making the same mistakes over and over again. Earth is a school. You come here to learn lessons. They said Earth is a challenging planet. The main lesson you come here to learn is emotions and limitations. They're not experienced on a lot of other planets. Here we experience them in, in depth, emotions and limitations. And over there, you look at it, you say, oh, I can do that. That's no problem. Love, hate, jealousy, I can handle that. That doesn't sound so bad. But then you get in here, it's a lot different. This is a planet of free will. You come in with your nice little plan, all wrapped up like a Christmas present, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to get out. I don't have to come back anymore. But you get down here, and everybody else has got their nice little plans, and everything clashes. That's free will. We don't realize what's happening. And Earth is a school where you can't skip a grade, but you can take the grade over again. You don't get to go on to the next lesson until you've learned this lesson. You can't graduate, you can't jump from kindergarten to college. You have to go step by step. And if you're not getting it, you'll be repeating the same thing again and again. How many of you in your life now know, see that? The same thing over and over. I keep drawing the same kind of a man to me. I keep drawing the same kind of a woman, same kind of a situation. When am I going to get out of this? It's because you haven't figured out what it's trying to teach you. Once you figure out what it's trying to teach you, then you go on to the next lesson, which may or may not be better. It may be worse, but it's all about learning. And if you don't learn, you have to come back and do the whole same thing all over again with the same people. And people say, I don't want to do that. I've had enough of this. I don't want to come back with the same people again. But if you don't learn it, this is what you're destined to do. You don't get out of it. And Earth is not the only school that you go to. People tell me they're so surprised to find out they've had one past life on Earth. I said, oh, that's just the beginning, just the very tip of the iceberg. You've lived on other planets. You've lived in other dimensions. Earth is a very young planet. It's isolated over here in this part of the solar system. You have been around forever since the beginning having adventures. You've lived in other planets, other dimensions. You've had bodies that were just pure energy. I get this all the time with the people I'm working with. They don't go to past lives here on Earth. They go to other dimensions where they have bodies you can't even believe. And when you finish your life here, finally you're going to get through eventually. Then maybe you'll say, well, okay, I just think I'm going to go over to this other planet over here, the other dimension, and I'll experience that for a while. So it's a constant learning that's going on all of the time. Now what I found is that we all came from God. There is no evil, there is no bad, there is no good. It's all energy. And what do you do with that energy? 
You can use it for good, you can use it to hurt people. It's all energy, and this is how you accumulate the karma. But it all did begin with God. But that's why there's no judgment over there, because it's all experiences. Everybody has had something bad happen in their life. But you look at it and you think, did you learn anything from it? If you learned even one thing from the experience, that was the purpose of the experience. You didn't, you're going to have to take it again until you learn it. I asked them one time, wouldn't it be easier if we knew about all of this before we came in? While we're in here, wouldn't it be easier if we knew why we came, what we're supposed to be working out? They said, it wouldn't be a test if you knew the answers. <laughs> a little sneaky, isn't it? This is the only planet where we come in with everything wiped out. The other planets that the ETs live on, all the other beings live on, they are very aware of who they are. They're aware of their connection to the source, to God. They know why they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They are very connected. We are not. That's part of the school, part of the test. They said, if you came in, everything is wiped out. I've had them come when they're going through the birth experience and they'll be saying, I gotta remember, I gotta remember. Then they're born and they'll say, I don't remember anymore. It's just wiped clean. I have had a few people who do remember the other side, but not very many. You come in as a blank slate, and when you leave, when you die, that uh, blinders are taken off, and then you know it all again. You are, have all the information at that point. But when you come in, they said, what greater test than to live a life thinking you are all alone, that you don't have any connections to anybody, that there isn't anything bigger than you, and you have to do it all from scratch by yourself. They said, what greater test is there than that to feel your own way? Where the other ones know. They feel sorry for us. That's why they're here trying to help us. But can you understand their way of thinking? You're never alone. You've always got somebody with you. But we feel like we are. So this is part of the test. How are we going to react coming into a world thinking we're all by ourselves, nobody to help us, and we have to feel our way gradually back to the reason behind everything. And many people don't. They showed us a picture in one of the sessions. They said, we see all of these people wandering around, not literally, but they appear to be all bent over and ugly looking and just... Uh, all snarled up and they can't even stand up straight as they have all these loads on their back. And I said, what does that represent? That it means they keep coming back one life after the other, piling it on top of each other till they're all bent over. They haven't got a clue of why they're here, what they're trying to work out, and they're just going round and around in circles. And that's the ones that are going to have the hardest time getting rid of that 
to come out of this because we are coming to the point now we have to come out of this. This is part of what we are doing. Ah, so very, very good. Very uh, insightful. She's a cool lady. I mean, it's like, like how, how do you always describe Dolores? <laughs> I think it's funny. You, t- you talk about her as your grandmother the, figure. Like the quintessential grandmother that's just so knowledgeable and wise. And you just want to sit there and listen to her for hours, listen right. to her stories. And you just shake your head along with her because yeah. everything she says just resonates. Right, right, right. Yeah, so imagine if grandma was like not only bringing cookies, but also bringing like deep, profound wisdom. The secrets of the universe. (laughs) Yeah. That's what she has. Have a bite from this cookie. You'll never be the same. It's like the red pill, blue pill, right? Right. (laughs) Which, by the way, is kind of, okay, so that's a Matrix reference. Then she is kind of like the... Um, like the Oracle, the right? Oracle. <laughs> right? Well, the higher self is just like the Oracle. We were talking about this the other day that, you know, if you've all seen the matrix, the Oracle tells Neo, he's not the one right? because yeah. that's what Neo needed to hear at that time. Right. Well, the Oracle knew that. Right. The Oracle can see it all. She's got that bird's eye. View. Right. 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 So that's what she tells him. Yeah. Well, yeah. your higher self works the same way. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean, let's just, you know, kind of visit a little, a few of these points that she made, um, Eric. I mean, um, you've heard this so many times and it's come, I like how she talks about, and you and I've been talking about this conversation, um, while you've been here, uh, you know, science, uh, you know, scientific experiments versus, you know, I like the way she puts it. If it's a repeatable phenomenon, it's as good as science. I agree. If all these independent people are having the same experiences and they match up, match up, match up, match up, which, is the case with a lot of this, you know, otherworldly type stuff that people go through. To me, that's, that's, there's something to that, right? right? Absolutely. And what do a lot of these people match up and say? Uh, it happens to them right away, you know, when they cross over is you do a, you do a preview of your past life right when you cross. And she just puts it in a way that, you know, you, they show it from a, a, another person's viewpoint um, and you see it from the other person's viewpoint for the first time. And that's what creates karma. Right. And so no judge, no guy on a throne with a long beard pointing a a staff at you to be tormented for eternity. Uh, None of that. Sorry. Um, But you do judge yourself. Right. And your own, you know, we all know we can be our harshest critics, so we can relate to that idea. So when you feel, imagine going over and feeling what you made someone else feel from an expanded perspective that you have of this love based sort of you know, realm that you're in, it's going to feel like, oh man, I got to pay this back. I got to, I got to fix this. I got to write this wrong. And then of course she talks about us coming back with a plan. And, uh, you know, I I thought it was really interesting too, really insightful how she said, you come here for two things to experience emotions and limitations. Yes. So think about it when, you know, when things are, when you understand all things, I guess you're not reacting as much in a way. I don't know that. As I think about that, though, um, more as I talk, it's like, okay, so if, if certainly you can experience emotions on the other time, and, and it seems sure. like that would be like a primary sort of thing that you do experience, right? If your consciousness, it's like feelings, right? I think that the only emotion that you have, though, is love, and that there's there's mm. not that subset. There's no contrast of, of broken down into I the see. different. Yeah, that makes sense. And there's no such thing as fear. Mm-hmm. over there so you mm-hmm. don't get those subsets either. right 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 mm-hmm. okay that's that's insightful um 
so yeah, and then of course <laughs> she she makes fun how we have our tidy little plans, and then we come down here and they all clash. And you know she talks about how you can't skip a grade, but you can take one over. I think we've all done a lot of that. Um, and you know, of course, the fact it wouldn't be a test if you knew the answers. Um, you know, uh, and of course, I've heard this before too, Erica. I don't know if you have the idea that this this uh, planet is one of the hardest schools you know because we have complete amnesia and she talked about how in other you know planets like they have more awareness of the other side and they look at us and feel sorry for us i think that's really interesting exactly well we have the veil and not all planets have the veil yeah well and that's one of the things guys with qhht um you know there's so many once again she's coming back with this information from talking to thousands of people under hypnosis who have experiences on these other realms even you know like when my son did qhht his experience was some some other place as this amphibian type creature and he was in one part of one tribal group who had sort of a problem with another one and i mean he has these details of what he experienced you know and you having done this you've seen a lot of people having experiences on, you know, in other uh, bodies, in other realms, in other worlds. Yeah, I had a guy last week with a spider body and a a, a praying mantis head. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he'll be uh, extra cautious next time he has a praying mantis in his house. He won't be squashing it or anything, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> but Dolores has found a couple of beings that look like praying mantis beings out there. Yeah. It, well, it yeah. seems like everything would exist and yeah. everything would be a reflection. You know, I've heard yeah. that before too. Once again, these are all interesting theories to, to consider. Like the fact that, you know, there's a, there's a, you know, like you take cats or dogs, there's planets that have that as a dominant energy and life form that is like, so it's a dog like or cat like creature, but that's very, you know, sentient and Absolutely. highly intelligent, which is an interesting concept, you know, I mean, probably dig through some of uh, other people's QHHT sessions and there probably is people who've come through with that sort of thing. There's the the cat people in ancient Egypt. Have uh, you heard about them? No, I haven't. So you've seen the cats that are very much a part of mm-hmm. ancient Egyptian Totally, um, they like culture. worship cats, it seems like. Right, so uh, in what book is it? I think it's Dolores Cannon's Convoluted 2. Yep, it's chapter 3. The cat people. And, uh, You've got it down. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> All the people who do QHT too are like so, um, like my friend Mary Beth, they're so connected to Dolores. You know, she passed a few years ago and everyone's like so like, <gasps> you know, um, she's yeah. like a part of all you guys, it seems. It's hard to explain. I mean, when you guys look her up on YouTube, watch a video, you'll, you'll see exactly why we love her so much. I mean... Yeah. Try not to love your grandmother. Just try yeah. it. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> I'm sure some people can, some grandmothers make it easier than others, depending on the on the soul contract, right? And the sure. karma that they're working out together. But, um, you know, one of the things that I would like to touch on is the karmic wheel itself. It's like, for me, um, what I feel is, yeah, you have these karmic things that a lot of times like, okay, I did this thing to you. Now you do it back to me and I do it to you. And it turns into this kind of, ping pong back and forth and back and forth. It can go on for eternity where people are stuck. Um, and she even talked about that a little bit in the video, I think, um, how people just pile on more, pile on more, pile on more. For me, what I feel intuitively, the way off the karmic wheel is sort of like what uh, like master like Jesus uh, taught. 
turn the other cheek. You know, I'm refusing to re-engage in this karmic, negative karmic cycle with you. So you've done this thing. I bring, you know, forgiveness, love, and kind of rise above reaction. And I know I've had some of that experience in my own, the last year of my life, you know, what I felt like was some big karmic you know, betrayals, uh, with, uh, business partners. And, um, for me, I could have gotten the mud and played ugly and done all kinds of like stuff to fight back. And, and instead I just like, you know what? I saw it as this, I saw it as like, oh, this is the karmic wheel. And this is, I don't want to play anymore. When I went off, I wish you well, disconnection is, is my primary aim, not getting even, not getting back. And I could certainly take that perspective, like, you know, super justified and, you know, but that's how, you know, for me, so that's what I really feel. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, For me, the biggest thing with getting off the karmic wheel is forgiveness. Yeah. In forgiveness lies the stoppage of the wheel of karma. And understanding, yeah, and understanding these people are playing their roles and they're giving you the opportunity to stop, uh, to stop, you know, to stop reacting, to stop um, you know, to stop playing that game. And it's how I, I believe we graduate, you know, and in my own experience. So this happened almost a year ago where I really had a big lesson in this and totally, you know, feel like I aced that test. Right. And now I'm attracting, um, people that are similar in, in some way, you know, on a business business level that, but are none of the negative energy, karmic energy that I even felt, you know, it's, it's just very interesting for me to see. It's like, I, I feel like I graduated this test and now all of a sudden, oh, here's your reward. Here's another version of this character, but way more advanced with where they're at in their own development. And there's none of that. You know how when you, I've heard it said before, and this is a really interesting idea is when you first meet someone like a relationship or whatever, you're shown what will cause the breakup, you know? And I think there's some truth to that, um, that, that, uh, you know, it's the energy is there from the get go when you interact with someone uh, that shows what the problem will be. And I can think of this past negative, you know, uh, business relationship. And it was like, oh, something felt off, 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 off from the beginning. And then it ended up off. Yeah. So it's like, okay, then I passed that test. Now there's attracting a new character that there's the energy feels like amazing. Like there is none of that. Like there is going to be no problem. I just know. Right. And so it's, uh, it's very, it's very interesting guys. Like, Get off the karmic wheel, rise above, pass the test when they come at you and watch what you attract next because you've graduated to a new level and you'll get a new version maybe of that same person that you just sort of overcame the issue with. Yes. At least that's been my experience. Well, right. And what you're talking about is being love centered. Yeah, that's right. Love is the answer. Now, what was the question? If you're vibrating love, what are you going to attract? Yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh, this went really fast, Erica. It did. I know. Well, we're going to do another one of these, uh, at least, probably more. But uh, we do have some lovely music that Miss Miss has uh, has chosen for you guys. Miss Miss, what do you got? I got today, we're going to listen to Ziggy Marley's Dragonfly. Ah, I love this. Me and my son Bradley just watched the Bob Marley um, documentary on Netflix. Very good, by the way. And so there's been a lot of Bob Marley uh you know, he's been playing Bob Marley more and, you know, a lot of Bob Marley energy in the last uh, week. So it's funny that you suggest this. I love me some Marleys. <laughs> <sighs> Until next time, love you all.
worried about time But I just keep that shit off my mind People living on 24-hour clocks But we're on a ride that never stops Hey, Mr. B, the world changed But you remain the same And I wonder how you survive With the environment going down the drain Hey, Miss Dragonfly, I see you look at me With your beautiful eyes be wondering what type of creature am I dog looked at me and said Ziggy why can't we trust men puss and me get together so why can't you all just understand an old tree stood there silently Listening to every word we said As a tear fell he cried What type of creature is man I said hey Mr. Tree the world change But you remain the same And I wonder how you survive With the environment going down Wondering what type of creature is man 